This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. And welcome back to hour number three on Rush Reason, KLZ 560. Shemay Navarro here together with me, Andy yes. Pate. And Shemay, really quick here. I'm, I'm talking daylight savings time. It is downright creepy at night. I know. It's five o'clock and you can barely see the mountain outline. Yeah, no, it's so dark. I don't like it. It's scary, like it. and I'm afraid. <laughs> I know. It goes dark so quickly. Okay, Ed in Colorado Springs. Ed, thanks for holding on. Thank you, Andy. You um, this This is going back to the uh, previous uh, topic about churches and taxes. Right. Constitutionally, there is no nexus between church and state. And constitutionally, that means that there shouldn't be any tax on any church. The only thing that gives... The government and nexus with the church is when they file for a 501c3. They opt into a government system, and <clears throat> there's an option that should be explored by every church, and that's the 508 option, the 508c1a. Hey, explain it and, for us. Well, quite simply, I've been doing these for people since 1992, but basically what it is is a – and you, if, you, if you look into Title 26 – You'll see under Section 508, there is a mandatory exception for churches. That creates a non-reporting agency. Because there is no nexus between government and church, unless the church gives the government the permission to become a part of their church. And that would happen with a 501c3. That's with a 501c3. Yeah, could you really quick, Ed, I know I, I know you're probably, you get tired of having to explain this to people, but I'm dumb and I need help. Just ask my wife. <laughs> so um, I'd like okay. you to really quick explain the difference between 501c3 and what was it, a 508? A 508c1a. C1a. Wow. Okay. Right. I'll try and remember okay. that. Okay, go ahead. Well, basically the 508c1a is set up to allow churches to operate independently of any government control. That's basically the difference. A 501c3 is a church that allows the government to tell them how they have to operate. Now, why would you opt for that? I mean, what is the downside of the 508 that would get there them to... There is one. Then why would they do that? I, I don't understand. I guess I'm missing why anybody would opt for option A when option B is sitting right there. Well, most attorneys know 
that the 501c3 requires everything to be made public. And that means that they have access to records of the church. They can actually request and oftentimes are granted the list of donors to the church. And the list goes on. With with the 508, you're a non-reporting agency. In other words, you don't report any of that to anybody as a church. So the... The, and yet, you can still have your tax exempt for sales tax. You can still have your tax exempt for uh, auto- automobiles that the church owns. Right. That kind of thing. You have all of the you have all of the benefits, but you have none of the downside to being a five hundred one c three. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, Ed, that people would want. I mean, look at it this way. Do churchgoers want you to be reporting to the government your name and what you gave to this? No. Especially, especially, you know, Ed, you go back 50 years, not a big deal. But now in this day of the government being openly hostile yeah. to religious organizations, doesn't it seem much more dangerous? Well, of course it is. And that's more and more churches are opting out of the 501c3 and becoming 508s. Well, that's good but, to hear. Ask your ask yourself this: Did you know that there was an option to the five hundred one c three? No. Okay. I told you I'm most not bright. Pastors, <laughs> most pastors don't either. Yeah, that okay. amazes most, me. Most most church boards don't know that either, and there's a reason because <clears throat> if if they can get into the church operation. There's liabilities that come as, come as a result of that. But if a church is not obligated to provide any information to any government agency for any reason, unless there is criminality that is alleged against any of the board members or the pastor or, you know, admin in the, in the church itself, and that's personal, that's not church. Now, what if, hypothetically, what if your church is evil? Okay, so for just, I'm just playing devil's advocate literally here for just a second. Yeah. Okay, let's say your church is evil and they are. about the American Church of Satan. Yeah, there you go. Why not? (laughs) They are. Okay. Although I I honestly don't know what they preach anymore. Um, I I know they say so mode it be a lot. If you are an evil church and you are preaching that your people should go harm, physically harm others or burn down their homes or steal from them and do things. So you're preaching for people to overtly go and commit evil acts. That's criminal. Right. Okay. Now, would that only be held against the pastor who is doing it? That's what I'm getting to. Or would it be held against the the, um, church, the organization that allows the pastor to do this? No, it would, be, it would be a personal thing against whoever's committing the crimes. Okay, so it's just the, the pastor himself or herself is the one who's being provocative and is literally calling on people to do harm. And at that well, point, it comes down to, no, I believe that's fair. I agree with you. Go ahead. Well, all I was going to say, it, it's, it's basically like someone being in a, in a theater and yelling fire. Right. You're not prosecuting the theater. You're prosecuting the individual that yelled fire. 
Well, that's pretty fair. Ed, thank you for yeah. thank you for making so much. I did not know about this. One more time, five zero eight what one C five zero eight C one A five zero eight C one A. Anybody out there? You might want to mention this to your pastor. Yeah, and ask them if they've looked into this. Ed from Colorado Springs is the one who yep. told us about us. Thanks, Ed, so much. I appreciate if, it. If they're interested in contacting me, I'd be glad to provide the information. Would you provide it right now? Sure. How can people reach you? You can, you can email me at jubileemen, that's M-I-N, jubileemen at reagan, R-E-A-G-A-N.com. I like the sound of reagan.com, sir. Way to go. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Ed. Okay. You bet. Appreciate it. You bet. Well, that was it. Was that fascinating That's or what? Interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, I did not know that. I, I honestly, I didn't know that. Okay, really quick, just to wind this up because we're going to talk about Save Colorado after the break. Do you? Do, does it make sense to you now why we don't tax churches the same way? Yeah, I get it. I mean, I don't think people understand. Do you realize how much you pay if you go get counseling sessions from a psychotherapist? Oh yes. Lots. Okay. Do you realize I've been how much? To plenty. Do you, do you realize how much you pay going to the average self-help seminar that turns your life around? Yeah. You get one of those every Sunday. Yeah, totally. From your priest or from your pastor. Uh, by the way, and I'm not just talking about churches. I'm talking about nonprofits in general. They are putting out a ton of product with not one guaranteed dime in return. Yeah. It may. I, yeah. When you put it like that. Which means that their costs on their product, because you got to pay these. Let, let me look at the costs. Building really, costs the building costs. The building costs are huge. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the sound system. And here's another thing. you got to pay the pastor and pay them well, because this pastor is paying off huge college debts Yeah, that they incurred to get their degrees. So and it's almost always a master's degree. Mm. So th- th- these, these expenses are, are enormous just to keep the lights on. Yeah, it's so crazy. Right. And they're not getting a guaranteed dime for anything they put out. Now, of course, everybody talks about the mega church. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks, but uh, those are very rare. Most churches are struggling big mm-hmm. time, especially right now with inflation. So, folks, um, uh, give generously to your church. They deserve it. Yes. Shall we do go to that. break? Yes, let's do. Let's do that. Okay. Up next is Flesh and Beck. Kevin Flesh. That's F-L-E-S-C-H. He's ready for court so your opponent knows that you're not bluffing. Call Flesh and Beck at 303-806-8886 or go to fleshlawfirm.com. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you have been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one that's hurt, you have a good idea what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Okay, absolute electrical heating and air, folks. You go to com. You click on Sponsors. 
You click on Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, and then you click on Specials. You follow me there? Yeah. Rustreason.com. Click on Sponsors. Click on Absolute. Click on Specials. Here's what you're going to see. $200 off a new electrical panel or service upgrade. $50 off any service. Guys, there are too many deals to list here. They're all easy to see, and they're very helpful. So see for yourself. Just go to Absolute or call them at 720-526-0231. Don't let a broken furnace mean that your family's comfort is at stake. Get your furnace evaluated at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air to make sure you stay cozy in your house all winter long. Your home and family are their main concerns, so Absolute does everything they can to complete the installation and five-star cleanup in just one day. That way, you and your family can get back to normal life as soon as possible. Absolute also has a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. Customer proven with over 1,250 Google reviews at 4.9 stars. They have flexible and family-friendly financing so you can get the replacement you need without putting yourself out before the holidays. Get your cost-free, friendly estimate with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air right now. Just go to klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to get in contact with them today. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Imagine what having a $0 per month electricity bill would be like in retirement. As soon as you get solar installed with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners, you'll start saving on your power bill. The monthly cost for solar will never increase no matter how much energy you use. Owning solar is like having a net zero power bill that eventually turns into a monthly credit when you finish the monthly payments on the solar panels. What you save can give you extra money each month to use as you see fit. Installing solar used to be cost prohibitive, but not anymore. Just consider the amount of money you shell out every month on your power bill alone. The energy provider profits on that money because it isn't being invested. Investing your payments in solar means that money will actually serve a purpose. When you finish your payments, you won't have to pay for power anymore. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537 or visit klzradio.com slash sun. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. And welcome back to Rush Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Shemay Navarro and Shemay. You've got an event coming up. Yeah, there's an event coming up on December 8th. It is the... um, well, I don't know if you know this, but the best way to spread Christmas cheer is to sing loud so all can hear. Did you oh, know that? Oh, I'd heard that. Yeah. Yes. So we are hosting, the Colorado Hispanic Republicans are hosting a Christmas karaoke night. It's going to be in Lone Tree at the Lincoln Station. It's a cocktail and coffee lounge. It's it's a really nice little area. You can park in the, you know, the RTD uh, parking space and then come on over. Uh, we're going to have uh, a, a fun night on honoring our chairman, uh, actually Hugo Chavez Ray. He's been uh, dedicating about a decade of his life to this organization. And we just want to thank him for all of that work that he's put in and have a fun time. We're going to have drinks and a raffle. There's a raffle for Pelosi's party pack, which includes some fun, some fun, uh, fun items. So yeah, come bring a song, bring some friends. It's $10. You can go look at uh, our Facebook page um, and and get the tickets and it's just $10 to attend. You get dinner and and a drink ticket. CHR, Colorado Hispanic Republicans. I'm going to tell everybody two things. Number one, this is a wonderful group. 
We're fine. Okay. Well, they are. They're <laughs> fun. Uh, I'll be honest. Not all groups on the right are the, the funnest. Yeah. Some are. Uh, most are. I, I really enjoy it. But this is a wonderful group. But I also have to say this. I don't know if there are 10 people in the entire state of Colorado who have been more dedicated proponents of liberty and the Republican Party than Hugo Chavez Ray. Yeah. And all of you out there, if you want to know about a hero for you, uh, Hugo is right there at the top of your list. So if you're going to be honoring Hugo, that is a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, we're going to make him sing a song for us. (laughs) Okay. Oh, well, maybe. Okay, no one wants to go. Don't go to this. No one's going to come. (laughs) One last time, where where and when, how do people know about it? Find out on our Facebook page. It's Colorado Hispanic Republicans, and there's an event there. You can get the tickets. Um, It's $10, and we'll see you on on, a, it's a Thursday. Thursday night. Okay, December there 8th. you go. All right, now let's talk a little bit about something that has been making the rounds on the internet. You ever yeah, heard of the everywhere. internet? It's been through emails. It's yes. been everywhere, right? It's called the Save Colorado Project, and this is obviously coming from the grassroots. And as everybody knows right now, the Colorado Republican Party is going through a time of introspection. They just got slammed. Yeah. Okay. The fumble. Yeah, and it's... The red wave fundle, fumble. <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah, but it was national, and the Colorado has gone deep blue, and it's very prob- you know, problematic and troubling for a lot of people. Okay, well, one group that wants to see what they can do about it is Save Colorado Project. I just want to read this okay. from their site. Real Colorado Republicans reject the ongoing center-left candidate selections. Okay, so they're against that. After publicly rejecting America First, I'm reading from this, top-line candidates, okay, after publicly rejecting America First top-line candidates, Republican Chair Christy Burton-Brown promised her center-left candidates were the solution to winning in Colorado. She was wrong, and so are those that supported this approach. For 15 years now, the Colorado Republican Party leadership has repeatedly dismissed inspiring grassroots candidates. Okay, I'm sorry, right away, this is a lie. Yeah. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying everybody in this project is bad. Probably some wonderful people, but your opening is bad. That's all I'm talking about here, mm-hmm. okay? It's divisive. Well, and it's wrong, okay? Christy Burton Brown has to tout whatever candidates the primary gives her. That's her job. Yeah, whatever, it's in the bylaws. Yes, if whatever candidates were given to her by the voters. Now, you can say, yeah, but we're against open primaries. Yeah, so am I. I, I am too. But yeah. for now, that's the system. She's not God. She has to take the candidates that are given to her. Mm-hmm. Three statewide candidates were given to her. All right? One is very centrist, and the other two are more left-leaning. Yeah. Okay. And I would even say the the first one, Heidi Ganahl, was is more conservative centrist. Yeah. Okay. And guess what? Hi, uh, Chrissy Burton Brown is a hardcore right winger. Yeah. For those who don't know, she is as socially right wing and as economically fiscally right wing as anybody you're going to meet. Yeah. She is on the far right end of the Republican Party, and proudly so. Yeah. By the way, so am I in a lot of ways. Yeah, me too. Okay. And I'm not, I'm just saying this. This thing is attacking her for touting these, for touting these candidates. She was doing her job. She could not not tout them. Yeah. She would have been in the wrong. And I feel like she 
and what and what do you do really quick if what what if the um because we did have a sweep back in Jan, uh, June 28th for the primary, the three grassroots liberty candidates got swept out and they all lost big to the more moderate candidates. I understand that and a lot of people are very angry and they may want to question the process. You can do that. But the bottom line is Christy Burton Brown's job is to tout whichever ones are given to her. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and and if you saw her tweets or if you saw, like, the way she commented um, on certain things, because, you know, the the pro-life aspect was was a big... That's a big, huge for a her. big thing, and especially with a lot of the Republican voters with what Joe O'Day's stance was. And, um, you know, she often said, like, I don't agree with, with this aspect of his, you know, belief system and, and his platform. Um, but like, you know, she took on that kind of Reagan-esque kind of a thought process. If right. we agree on 80%, that's our ally, not our, not our foe. And I understand it's, it's a matter of life and death. Um, and it, and it stinks. I, it, what a, what a tough situation because, you know, you had all of the establishment people that you had their candidates come through and win. And it was interesting the week of, um, the week after the, the election, how much they all just, how much the talking heads, you know, people on the radio, not you, but like how, how they kind of were all like, how did this happen? Like we, you know, they had no idea how this, um, interaction happened with our candidates losing so much. And I say it's because they, are you, for- no, you're, are you talking in the primaries? I'm talking the in the, the regular election. Oh, I mean, okay. they were happy with the primary, how the primary landed. They wanted, you know, the Pam Anderson, the Joe O'Day. Oh, the, um, the establishment did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was mixing up who was upset. Yeah. So then after the actual election, November 8th, um, you know, the the talking heads, the influential people were right. like, how did this happen? Like, we had the best candidates and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like they re- they really missed the mark on, on connecting with the people, Pat aspect you know like and 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 now you have such a divisive space in the republican party where there's there's such a chasm okay let me do a quick thing here before we go to break i'm going to blame everybody i know i'm going to blame everybody so i'm going to first start with the establishment and i know that term is way overused i get it moderate use whatever but just so we can brand a side yeah here okay folks you who are more or less establishment, if you're all upset at the Trump supporters, if you're all upset at the grassroots, if you're all upset at the liberty movement, I got news for you. You made it happen mm-hmm. because it the, the whole reason we've seen the rise of the Tea Party liberty movement and all these things is because of all the, shall we say, moderate and establishment Republicans who did get it into office and failed us. 100%. They didn't advance. Look. We have we, we had a nice brief period there when we had the presidency and we had both sides of the of Congress. Did we do anything about the border? No. Did we do anything about taxes? No. Did we do anything about anything that mattered? Did we ensure gun rights? No. No. Okay. If you guys had not failed, if you had not shown disloyalty to the principles that made of the party that put you in there. Mm-hmm then all of these people that you despise, who you think are just a bunch of idiots, would not have risen up. Yeah. You made it happen. I know, 100%. Okay, now let me look at the other side. All right. Okay, folks. And me and you, we kind of uh, fall a little bit in the middle. Like we do. Well, I lean liberty, I do. I do, 100%. But, but now I'm going to take a shot at the liberty movement. Because of this. Right. Okay, first of all, this, this ad here is lying right out of the gate. So I'm not going to read the rest. We don't have time. But... And I'm sure there's some very good 
you know, things that it's recommending in here. I just don't have time. But folks, you in the liberty movement, you think that back in that primary that it, it was all stolen. And you think because it was an open primary that all these people who were independents or Democrats who registered a Republican to mess things up, that they came in and that they were the ones who propelled these more moderate candidates to become the winning candidates. You're wrong. And here's why. People on the left wanted the grassroots candidates, the Trump candidates to win. Yeah. How do I know this? Because they poured tens of millions of dollars into ads backing people like, um, who was our? Greg Lopez. Yeah, and, Greg Lopez. And, and then, yeah. Um, uh, Tina Peters. Tina Peters, yes. Ron, they, Ron Hanks, Hanks. That was a big one. Yeah. Okay, folks, Democrats were pouring money in to help Trump backed. Yeah. And I love Trump, but I'm just saying what's honest here. They wanted the Trump-backed grassroots candidates to win nationwide because they found them more beatable. And what do you think? Do you think that their side was going to pour all this money into those candidates? But when it came to an open primary, if they meddled in our primary, who do you think they were going to vote for? Yeah. More likely, they were going to vote for our grassroots candidates because they wanted to face them. Yeah. Okay? Money talks. If they're going to spend all their money one way, don't tell me they're going to put their vote a different way. Yeah. They voted the same way they wanted their money to go. Now, I don't know how much that really affected the primaries either way. I don't know, but I do know this. The reason those three more moderate candidates won is because people thought they had a better chance of winning. Now, here's my thinking. Neither side had any chance of winning. Mm -hmm. Okay? Heidi Ganahl... And Greg Lopez, look, it was going to be a rough go either way. Yeah, against Polis, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Ron Hanks was not going to win, and neither was Joe O'Day. Yeah. Joe O'Day, um, he, he, let's face it, he upset the base. So the base de- deserted him. A lot of people did just did not vote Absolutely. for him. Absolutely. And Ron Hanks would, uh, great guys, both of them, but Ron Hanks would not have reached beyond the base. Exactly. So he would have gotten killed. Folks, it was going to be a lose either way. Mm-hmm. Okay, and finally, now that I've taken a shot at the establishment and at the grassroots, I'm going to take one last shot at all of us. Mm -hmm. Okay, right now we are in the 20 months before the next election season. Who are you winning? Who are you influencing in the market? Who are you getting to understand that, oh, gee, gosh, maybe the Democrats are wrecking our country? Who are you winning over? How are you affecting the market that we have to face in 2024 and i got news for you i know some of you are but overall we're not we it seems like we stay in these echo chambers and then we after the losing election we pat ourselves on the back like oh we tried you know but we're not winning the hearts and minds of our neighbors no we're not having conversation and and i heard uh uh, vance uh lawrence uh jones uh you know the guy who's on fox news he uh came to the lpr retreat and he said when when People and, and consultants say like, oh, that's a blue, that's a blue district. We can't win that. Or how, you know, yeah, we've right. had people travel around at different, have different speaking events, talk about how Colorado is so blue, so blue, so blue, and we can't ever win it. What you're saying is you can't sell liberty. And that is, if you can't sell liberty, why are we Republicans? Okay. And let me close with this because we got to go to break. Joe's waiting already. Thanks for waiting, Joe. I got news for you folks out there. Colorado, the voters aren't that blue. Our approach has made them blue. Yes. And here's what I mean. If you look at issue after issue, the voters overwhelmingly in Colorado support the right to bear arms. They overwhelmingly support oil and gas. 
Okay. Now they are pro-choice on abortion. Absolutely. Okay. But they voted. They they voted for a tax cut this time around. They support Tabor. They support issue after issue. They line up. They want closed borders. They want secure borders. If you look at the polling again and again and again across the issues, they like our issues, folks. They don't like us. Yeah, I know. And guess whose fault that is? All three, the establishment, the grassroots, and all of us. Mm-hmm. We're all letting it down yeah. because right now we have done nothing to fix our brand yeah. here in Colorado and nationally. And the way you do that, my hair stuff. Oh, we got to go to a break. We got to go to a break and then we can talk about it later. Okay? All right. Okay, here we go. Up next is Roof Savers. Winter's coming. Is your roof ready? What do you mean you don't know? To make it strong and relax all winter so you can relax, call Dave at 303-710-6916 or find Roof Savers at RushToReason.com. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Water is your number one enemy in your home. You need to solve the problem immediately so it doesn't get worse. Schedule service with High Five Plumbing. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Service that ends with a high five. Starts with a team that prioritizes excellence. I want to tell you about the High Five guy. He was here Friday night, and all I needed was a swap out of my uh, garbage disposal. He said, I can do that, but he says, how old is this house? I said, 18 years old. He said, I don't know who did this, but they put the garbage disposal on the wrong side. It's never going to drain. You have drainage problems. And I said, yes. And he reconfigured all that over and above putting the garbage disposal in. And he was well past 6 p.m. being here. His name was John. And I'm going to tell you, that company is a number one. So uh, they have my endorsement. I'll never call anyone else. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 
6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. You know, Shemay, I'm reading more of this. Yeah. And line after line is just a... Falsehood? It's a... No, but it's a... There are a lot of things in here that I agree with, but their strategy is an absolute blueprint for division and loss. Mm-hmm. Their strategy here is to absolutely lose. We will not endorse candidates who do not represent our platform accurately. We will not accept the narrative of we have to get ours elected, even when they are repugnant to our values. Okay, guys, if you don't rally behind the Republican candidate, you're doomed. Democrats will win. Guaranteed. 100% absolute mathematical certainty guarantee, and the Democrat will be worse. I would like to hear one of these people from this group tell me how the Democrats who won, Michael Bennett and Jared Polis, are good for Colorado. Because that's what you get when you divide the right. Yeah. Okay? On the line right now, we have Jersey Joe. (laughs) Joe, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, Effie? Doing all right. Doing all right, yeah. Come here. How you doing? I'm doing, How you doing? good. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing real good. I'm doing good. As you can as you can hear, I'm I'm pretty wound up right now. I'm mad. Yeah, I can I can hear that. You got to make me happier. All right. Well, I'll try. Hey, how about uh, make you happy? How about the stupidest lawsuit, lawsuit I've heard about all year? Okay. Uh, Shemay, have you ever uh, done the uh, Velveeta macaroni and cheese? You put a little. Oh yeah, it's the best. Like... All right, the best. Anyway, so. Some woman has got some shyster attorney. They're filing a class action lawsuit because on the Velveeta cup, which is owned by Kraft, by the way, Kraft bought Velveeta, it says ready in three and a half minutes. Well, her lawsuit is saying it's false and misleading advertising because the three and a half minutes doesn't include the 30 seconds it takes to peel back the, the foil, add the three ounces of water, and sprinkle in the powder and stir because it actually takes four minutes. And there's a $5 million lawsuit for false and misleading advertising. What? I didn't know you could, like, Karen that hard, you know? Like, be a Karen. $5 million class action lawsuit because it actually takes, because they're not including the time it takes to peel back the foil, add the water, and stir in the powder. Joe, can you explain? I just want you to just guesstimate here. How much have Karens backed up our legal system? You know, it, it's unimaginable. What, what I hope, by the way, you know, judges can award uh, damages for frivolous lawsuits. I am hoping, hoping that the judge uh, dismisses the suit and awards craft uh, damages for, you know, a frivolous lawsuit. Can you, I mean, how long does it take to peel back the foil, add the water, and stir in the powder? 30 seconds? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's your stupid lawsuit. Yeah, but Joe, you're not you're not, lo- you're not you're not looking at the hardship this is causing. <laughs> I mean, it's the pain and suffering. That's where the money is, baby. Yeah, the extra the extra thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you, sir. I you see, you already made me happy. You gave me a good laugh. I needed this. Thank you. Right. Uh, by the way, here's another. Shumay, have you ever ridden the New York City subway system? I have. When was the last time you did it? Um, it was like 2010, I think, or 2014. So that was like 12 years ago. You think you're ever going to ride it again? No. I will never. Well, I will you, never go down there. I'm afraid of someone pushing me into the track. Well, you know, you're, you're paying for it, don't you? You're still paying for it? Me in Colorado? Yes, you're paying for it. How? 
Well, the New York City subway su- uh, system loses about $2 billion a year. And by the way, that doesn't include uh, the cost of the hundreds of police that are assigned to subway platform duty, because that comes out of the New York City Police Department budget. But they're $40 billion in debt. Uh, their fares only cover 32% of their operating costs. And you know what's keeping it? It's operated by what's called the MTA, Metropolitan Transit Authority. And it's being kept afloat by a grant from the federal government to the tune of 15 billion dollars. So, Shamir, you are federal. You pay federal taxes? Yeah, I guess. Well, then you're paying for the New York City subway system. Wow. Your tax dollars at work. Aren't you happy now? It's so fun. <laughs> I feel good because they've done a lot for me. <laughs> I've never ridden it, but just knowing they're there, it comforts me, Joe. Yeah. All right. And here's other things to comfort you. Now, do you hear about uh, Biden telling... Uh, we're going to we're going to allow Chevron to pump Venezuelan oil. Did you did you hear about that one? Yes. Oh, this is okay. horrible. Please share. And by the way, by the way, uh, the U.S. has the tightest environmental laws. So the oil we produce is we produce it cleanly. Oh yeah. Minimum. We produce some of the cleanest oil in the world. Um, oil produced in other countries has none of the environmental regulations we have, but. And uh, the reason Chevron has to do that is because Venezuela was so broke, most of their oil wells are no longer operational because they didn't have the money to maintain them. So Chevron's going to go down there, fix the oil, start pumping oil. Do you know who's going to be the beneficiary of all that money that Venezuela's going to get from Chevron? Who? Vladimir Putin, because a couple years back, uh, Putin loaned Venezuela $4 billion, and that loan was secured by the oil assets of Venezuela. Oh. So. <laughs> You see, here you made me happy, and now you're making me unhappy. What is this? <laughs> so, yeah, starting it next year, Venezuela has to pay Putin $635 million a year um, in, uh, in the loan payments on that $4 billion loan, and the money's going to come from the royalties they're going to get from Chevron. <laughs> that is too funny. Joe, and uh, let me just say this before we go to break. The idea that Joe Biden says, no more, we're, we're going to stop drilling, no more drilling here, you know. And he, no. what he means is, of course, he's going to limit the permitting in every possible way he can with red tape. He says that here, and then he unleashes it in a socialist country. This has me hopping mad. This, I, I just cannot believe. Why on earth is it better for the globe? Because I'm pretty sure that the, you know, when we talk global warming, I think that's the whole globe, pretty sure. Okay, how is it better for the globe to drill there instead of here? Of course, it obviously isn't. Again, we have the we have the cleanest oil production in the world. Yes, and I, as you probably know, I'm involved in a couple of oil field service companies down in Texas, and the the hoops they have to jump through. I mean, every time there's even the smallest spill, you have to get out there with backhoes and you have to clean up the dirt and send it to a you know they call it a dirt farm where they have the microbes. We have incredibly rigid. You know, every time there's even the slightest spill, you know, there, there has to be reports filed and cleanup crews done. None of that happens in these foreign countries. It's, it's dirty production, dirty oil, high sulfur oil. And here we are not drilling our own clean oil like, because I guess air doesn't move across the, from one country. The, the oil doesn't circulate around the globe. I guess it stays over the country, right? So the oil and air and Oh, yes, yes. So, but anyway, so yeah, so we're we're sending basically sending money to Vladimir Putin via Venezuela. Yeah, we're sending money to Putin via Venezuela, and at the same time, the big difference is we don't have the jobs; yeah. they get the jobs, and we're funding both end of, ends of the war. <laughs> we're fun- of- Isn't that great? We're funding both ends of the war. We're- 
Uh, unbelievable. There is nothing better for our economy than to unleash drilling here. Nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely nothing. Nothing even comes close. Because, number one, of course, you know, it's obviously fantastic jobs, high paying, and that, you know, pushes the entire economy in so many ways. But also, it means that you're doing less green energy, which kills jobs. So in every way, it's good. Okay, let's go to break. Be right back, Joe. Uh, Up next is Save the Storks. Save the Storks. When's the last time your money saved lives? I mean, really saved lives. Your donation to Save the Storks ensures that young women you can't reach and you'll women that will never be reached by you, it ensures that they're going to see ultrasounds and other information to make informed decisions. Find Save the Storks at RushToReason.com. Colorado continues to promote the abortion industry in unthinkable ways. An abortionist who makes millions is raising $500,000 to build out a second abortion clinic in our state where babies' lives will be taken up to the time of birth. And if that isn't shocking enough, your tax dollars are being used to build more abortion clinics all over Colorado, preying on women in unplanned pregnancies. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, a pro-life ministry that is stepping in with love and compassion to show these women the truth about their pregnancy. Do not give up hope and do not give in to the abortion industry. Your gift will support critical missions and initiatives that are saving the lives of the unborn. Right now, when you sign up as a monthly partner with Save the Storks, you'll receive a free t-shirt that you can wear to show your support of our pro-life ministry. Your gift will help us raise funds for a mobile medical unit that will serve women right here in Colorado. Please give today to help us get this medical unit into production by this December and on the road by early next year. Visit savethestorks.com now and mention KLZ or KLTT. Visit savethestorks.com now Catherine and Robin can help you take control of your foreclosure. I was at a spot to where I could not get my tenant out and um, I was going to lose my house and everything I worked for was going to walk away with nothing. I had just got a call from one of those people who like will give you cash now. They offered me 10 grand and I could walk away right now. I googled real estate agents who can sell houses fast or something like that and I just called. I hadn't gotten a dime from the tenant or the tenant previous for the whole time they were there. And and I didn't have any money. I call my angels. It was only possible because of these two and and the kindness of their hearts. And I'd recommend them to anyone, to everyone, certainly to everyone I know. What did you end up walking away with? 107,000. So why leave money on the table? Give us a call. Call Catherine Pickering and Robin Lewis Oglesby of K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. When you don't have a strategy for your money, you're being reactive rather than proactive. Financial advisor Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial is your resource for financial preparation moving into 2023. With proprietary year-end planning. Al Smith recommends only changes that he feels are genuinely in your best interest. As a fiduciary, Al will move your financial future in the direction that is truly in your best interest. Get your financial ducks in a row before the new year with year-end planning from Golden Eagle Financial. By proactively working together, your resolutions aren't just fleeting thoughts anymore. They're expert-reviewed plans. Get a fresh look at your plan with Golden Eagle Financial. Your source for year-end planning. Call now at 303-744-1128. 
303-744-1128 or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Don't wait to take your car in until you're broken down in a storm, wishing you had done the maintenance. Bring your car into Extreme Auto Repair for maintenance now. Snow could come at any time, and you don't want to be caught off guard in poor conditions, not knowing the condition of your vehicle. Make sure those crucial components of your car, including your tires, battery, headlights, and heater, are going to last you through the winter. As the weather starts changing, fluctuating temperatures affect your car beyond what you see on the surface. So addressing the issues now is critical. Extreme Auto will help you winterize your vehicle, explaining why they recommend certain services to better prepare you for the cold months. Colorado winters are unpredictable. So give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a maintenance appointment. 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Shemay Navarro of... Don't Tread on May. Of Don't Tread on May. Joe, hang one second. We did have a caller call in who uh, was wondering when I was going to be meetable because we're... Uh, I couldn't make it to the Colorado Hispanic Republican meeting. I can't go. I know. Because I'm speaking that day. Yeah. Right before then, and I'm going to have to stay a while after I speak. Yeah. And just for those who want to, I mean, if you want to see me speak, I'm going to do an entire hour on what the Colorado Republican Party needs to do, how we can rebrand, how we can actually go forward and win. And that's going to be Thursday, the 8th of December. It's from 3 to 5. It's at Heather Gardens. It's hosted by the Heather Gardens GOP. They're right off of um, Parker and 225. And if you want to reserve for that, I think it's only 10 bucks. And the 10 bucks isn't for me. It goes to the potato bar and things like that. That's that so funny. Right. The first hour is food. So you just get together and eat. And then for the second hour, you listen to me, which is terrible. You know. No, it's awesome. But, I just listened to you for three hours. It's uh, great. That's true. Okay. And um, if you want to do that, you you uh, call Kevin Keeter or you text him. His number is 303-699-4641. That's 303-699-4641. And you can RSVP for that meeting. Okay. Jersey Joe is back on the line. Joe, what do you got next? Hey, we talked yesterday about the dams on the Kalamath River, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I want to give you the quote of the day. You know, I just did the Jersey Joe podcast. By the way, that's Jersey Joe, J-E-R-Z-E-E, jerseyjoe.com. If you want to see some of the things I talk about, jerseyjoe.com. I do a weekly podcast. Here's a quote of the day. Never heard of a guy named Lysander Spooner? Wait one second. Before you go on, folks, I've listened to that podcast. It's great. Oh, I I got it. I really enjoy it. But go ahead, Joe. Ever heard of a guy named Lysander Spooner? No. 
He was a uh, died in the 1800s. He was a Massachusetts. He was an essayist, abolitionist, an attorney, and he uh, was up in Massachusetts. And here's his quote. And given what's been going on with the Broomfield gun laws and what just happened in Oregon uh, over this uh, in the midterm, their new gun laws. Here's his quote from the 1800s. And he said, "To ban guns because criminals use them is to tell the law-abiding that their rights and liberties depend not on their own conduct." but on the conduct of the guilty and the lawless. Oh! Oh! Oh, that is beautiful. We need that everywhere. Yes. And again, when you think about it, by the way, you know, if you look at uh, the fact that only uh, less than 15,000 people a year murder with guns, and there's 400 million guns in this country, and if you're not good at math, that means out of 400 million guns, less than 0.003% of the guns in this country used to murder anybody. which, And if you subtract 0.003 from 100, that means the other 99.97% of the guns in this country weren't used to kill anybody last year. Can you name another regulated product, you know, deadly product, you know, car, medicine, you know, anything, that has a 99.997% effective rate? No, I can't. I, I can't. This is ridiculous. And yet you're going to restrict and make it much more difficult in every way possible and create more hoops to jump through for that 99.997. Insane. That's right. And by the way, it, uh, I'm sure you've heard about what's going on in Broomfield, but what in, um, in the midterms on November 8th, which is what, uh, 20 days ago, Oregon passed a Proposition 114 that says, hey, in order to buy a gun in the future, you're going to have to get a license. And to get a license, you're going to have to go take a safety class uh, that's going to be conducted by your local police department. And originally it was going to be January, you know, January 1 of next year. Let's just say, eh, let's make it December 8th, 30 days. And the police department says, well, wait a minute. We don't have the resources, the people, the facilities to conduct these training sessions. And the legislature said, we don't care. So, so here's the catch-22. So in order to buy a gun after next, thir- next Thursday, a week from Thursday, which is December 8th, you'll need to have a license to buy a gun in Oregon. Except to get the license, you have to take a class, and there's no police department uh, that is that is going to be offering the classes. So as of next Thursday, you won't be able to buy a gun in the state of Oregon. Wow. Unbelievable. How long do you think it will be before the departments have the resources to be able to do it? Oh, well, you know, it'll probably, by the way, some departments, some little departments, you know, said that, you know, we just, you know, by the way, it's an unfunded mandate. They're saying, hey, you know, you're asking us to hold these classes. That's, you know, we don't have the spare officers to right. conduct these classes. It's an unfunded mandate by the legislature. We don't intend to hold them. Um, so you, you get that. By the way, I assume there's going to be some lawsuits. Hopefully some group will get a judge to agree to a temporary restraining order to stay the implementation of this law. But, you know, this requirement, you have to get a license to exercise a constitutional right, is ridiculous. I mean, buying a gun is a constitutional right. And if having to get a license to exercise a constitutional right is not an infringement, I don't know what is. Um, so hopefully there will be a nice conservative judge will agree with that approach. Yeah, that's uh, like, like having to get a license to breathe. I mean, this is ridiculous. You have the right to defend yourself. And like you were saying earlier with that quote, your right to self-defense shouldn't be dependent on the conduct of criminals. I know. Of the criminals, right. Of the criminals and, and lawless. So Brilliant. It's just, it just and, and Broomfield, by the way, is not far behind. So it um, just makes me shake my head about what's going on. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, got two and a half minutes. Go. 
You hear about uh, 33 tons of cocaine being seized in Europe? What? Oh, was it in the wood? I'm sure Hunter heard about it, but no, I haven't. (laughs) Right. Well, uh, they they announced yesterday they had they arrested like fifty people. This was a multi-country. The, it was like six countries: Belgium, Germany, France, all together. Shemay, any idea how much thirty-three tons of cocaine would look like if you had it in one spot? No, none at all. Well, a tractor trailer holds about twenty tons. So, if you had one tractor trailer filled floor to ceiling with cocaine, that would be twenty tons. And if you had another one right behind it that was filled three quarters. That would be 33 tons of cocaine. Now, that's not a year's supply. It's probably not even a month's supply. That's just a couple of weeks' supply. <laughs> Can you imagine the magnitude of how much drug smuggling is going? And that was just Europe. 33 tons of cocaine seized last week in Europe in a multi-country simultaneous raid. It's just staggering. And we talk about... You know, and uh, by the way, this goes back to prohibition. You make something. By the way, you, uh, England doesn't have uh, have the drug problem with some of those countries. By the way, do you know if you're a heroin addict in uh, in England, they give you a prescription for it, and you go to the drugstore and the government you get it for free at the at your drugstore. You get hair what tax funded? Tax funded. Wow. And what's happened uh, because of that? They've taken away the profit. There is really no heroin smuggling, a uh, drug trade in the UK because it's free. Can you imagine those people, the family members who, like, have a prescription at the holidays? Like, what? I'm sorry. That's, like, hilarious. No, you have to go to a doctor, and he has to say, yes, you're an addict. Okay, you know, here's your prescription. <laughs> I've diagnosed you as an addict. No, but, but think about it. Once you take away the profit motive, um, you know, you take away the incentive to, to smuggle it, and, and uh, you know, there's nobody pushing it on the street corners. And, you know, you get help, and you, the method, you want methadone, we can get you off this, but... Um, it's interesting, but so the more you're... By the way, there's two extremes. You either make it free or you cut your head off. If you get caught... I used to travel to the Middle East. I used to go to uh, Saudi Arabia. If you get caught um, with drugs, uh, heroin, in Saudi Arabia, they arrest you, they give you a trial. Friday, they take you in the town square, they cut your head off. I'm serious. That's the penalty. They behead you. Wow. Um, Yes, it's... (laughs) By the way, they, have, they don't have prisons in, in Saudi Arabia. If you get caught stealing, same thing. They get tried. They throw you in the, in, the, in the police jail for a week. And then on Friday, they take and they cut your hand off. And that's it. No jail time. You're free to go. You, know, you only have one hand, but you're free to go. Um, crime rates are very, very low in I those bet. countries. Well, I need um, my hands to eat a lot of food, so I'm not going to go there. Right. No, one but one, my, my, I, asked, I said, how safe is the guy? said, you can leave your wallet on the dashboard of the car and when we go to eat with the windows open. Your wallet will be on the dashboard of the car when we come out of the restaurant. Okay. Well, thank you, Jersey Joe. Uh, it sounds safer than New Jersey. We got to go. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And that's it for today, folks. Our number one is up next. Thank you so much, Shemay, for joining me. I had a great time. Thanks for having me. You bet. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, until tomorrow, drive safe. God bless. And thanks for joining us at Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.